In this episode of Social Media Secrets, I'm going to talk about, okay, I'm going to rant just a little bit. I want to talk about when is it enough? Now, this is an interesting question that my husband, Paul, asked me probably a year ago, and I was, you know, <laughs> getting ready for bed, my usual kind of like just a little bit of pre-work day stress or anxiety already kicking in the night before work. I don't know if you guys ever get that, like the little bit of the scaries. And I knew I had a lot going on and I was like, how do we keep growing? How do we keep making everything better? Da, 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 da. And I'm ranting, ranting, rambling, da, 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 da. And suddenly Paul looks at me and he goes, when is it going to be enough? And I said, specifically, what are you referring to? When is what going to be enough? When is the revenue going to be enough? When is the profit going to be enough? When is the team going to be big enough? When is our impact going to be big enough? When is my YouTube going to be big enough? And he was like, I'm actually not going to elaborate on it. When is it going to be enough? And it was a really interesting question because at the time I was kind of like, how dare he ask that? Like, what is he trying to imply? However, this past year, I have really and truly figured out several different definitions for that. And I want to share a little bit about it because I want to share kind of some of the weird parts of the journey. Uh, you know, there have been so many amazing highlights. And I actually talked about this in my book that comes out fall 2022. But a lot of times people think like, oh, it must be really exciting to like speak on stages and podcasts and write a book and travel and stuff like that. And, and, and the awards. And yes, it is. It's amazing and it's really cool and I've dreamed of it my whole life. And sometimes it's a little wild that it's now a part of my normal life. However, <laughs> however, those highlight moments are a lot like eggnog. I love them and they're amazing and they feel so good in my tummy. <laughs> But the truth is, I really only truly get to experience those a couple times a year. The in-between of the highlights, the stages, the, the awesome virals, the, the campaigns that take off, the launch, etc., it can be really mundane. And I just want to be super transparent about that because I, I've learned one very interesting thing that a lot of people, me included, didn't realize before stepping onto stages and into bigger opportunities. Uh, you think like, oh, that's when I will have made it. That's when everything will feel fantastic. That's when it's finally gonna feel like enough, right? And there's this crazy crash that happens when you step off a stage and you've already said goodbye to everyone and you start to leave whatever conference it was that you were speaking at. And there's this crash and this feeling of, okay, now what? I remember accepting awards for our business's revenue and literally standing on stage and thinking, now what? I remember getting the book deal and a huge part of me was like, now what? It's really interesting because the in-betweens can leave us sometimes feeling like maybe we hallucinated the highlight moments or Maybe it was a one and done. Maybe it was luck. I don't know if I can replicate it again. So I want you to think about the highlights and the wins and the really cool things that have happened. And I want to just real fast normalize that those are not what life is usually made up of. Those are like the frosting on top of a cake. And sometimes the day-to-day -day is like 
baking a cake. It's it's you have to get all the ingredients together. There's not much that's romantic about the process. You have to be very you know precise with your measurements and do everything. And it's not usually until that final moment when the cake is frosted that it's like, oh, now that is beautiful. And so it's a really interesting thing because. I sat there thinking for so long, like, that's going to be what makes life the coolest thing ever. And then it turns out that is a very, 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 very small percentage of what life and business actually look like day to day. And so I loved Paul's question. At the time, I didn't love it. I'll, su- I'll <laughs> real fast be super clear. When he asked it, I was like, oh, how dare you ask that? Like, what are you trying to say? You know, but at the same time, It made me think really deeply, like, what is enough? For example, this morning I hosted a training, and it wasn't my most popular training. There was probably 30 people hanging out with me. We hung out for half an hour as I trained on something. It was really cool. But if all I were to do was try to break my old records and surpass my own you know, personal highs and and have those highlight moments, that might feel lost or simple or basic or boring or mundane. And... You know, we've been having this talk a lot lately because oftentimes the first reason someone builds a business is usually one of two big things. It's either because they they need money. And that's, by the way, I want to just real fast say that's a valid reason for starting a business or starting anything because money is pretty fundamental when it comes to shelter, food, um, security, being able to take care of your mental health, take care of your family, uh, make sure you're set up for success. So I'm not even going to villainize that. That is actually a legit reason for starting things. On the flip side, A lot of people start their business or grow their business because of impact. And recently, we've been having this conversation about how neither the money nor even the impact are enough. Now, that sounds really crazy because I love impact. I love connecting with people. Um, There were a a lot. I'm just I'll say this. Sorry if it sounds like I'm trying to break. I'm not at all. But this is a good uh, example on the day-to-day, there isn't a ton of thanks. Like you don't hear thanks a lot. And so when you do, you get to savor it and it's really, really great. But impacting others is the majority of the time a pretty thankless um, position. And what's interesting, I'm not complaining about it. However, I just want people to be aware that there are days that can feel so just Oh, like you're trudging, you know, drudging, trudging, drudging, either one <laughs> through the mud and, and nothing's moving. And it's so frustrating. You're starting to wonder, like, I don't even care about the money anymore. And I'm starting to wonder if I even care about the impact that this makes. And so we've been having this conversation about beyond money and impact. What is a good why? Like what keeps you going? And one of the big things that I've really learned is This is interesting because this comes full circle to some of the old conversations and things that I used to learn. Uh, I remember I used to hear Gary Vaynerchuk talk about how he loved the game. You have to love the game. And I would kind of roll my eyes because I was like, whatever, Gary, like, what do you know? Meanwhile, I'm sitting there with like a little small business that I'm working on and he's got this, you know, $100 million business. And I'm like, what do you know about business and stuff? It's all about impact. But there is a point where even impact isn't enough to keep you going. Oh, this is just wild. Uh, It's been a really cool journey, but I just, I want to rant about it for a second because there's a point where suddenly you realize you actually have to love the game. And what I mean by that is it doesn't mean you're going to love every single step in the game. You're not going to always love posting content. You're not always going to love creating. You're not always going to love every product you put out there and all the promotion that goes along with products. But generally speaking, 
You have to love the game in order to stay in it. Otherwise, impact and money both become full and then you start to search for more. Now, here's what's super interesting. There are times where I've thought that loving the game was about growing, following engagement, reach, even though logically I knew that that wasn't true. And there's this really interesting cycle. I've seen a lot of people do it, and I've gone through it multiple times on probably every single platform. So there are seasons where you grow a ton. You get tons of followers, you get tons of eyeballs, you get tons of engagement, and it's fantastic. But then there's this other season, and it's okay if it's the majority of the year, but there are other seasons where things flatline or nothing seems to really hit, or you just feel uninspired, but you're still showing up and nothing's really getting good engagement. And what's so interesting for me about that particular journey is a lot of people like to call it out. Like, how can you call yourself an expert if you have low engagement? So I see this journey from a lot of other people as well, where they soar, become super popular, everything's taken off, and then they go into a season of almost like hibernation where not anything is really doing as well as it used to do. But the problem with that season is that other people will say, how can you teach people about X, Y, and Z when your engagement is garbage or you haven't gone viral in X, Y, and Z time? And you know, the truth is, you guys, that's okay. That's normal. It's a part of the cycle. Even athletes are not on all year round. That doesn't mean that they don't practice. Uh, That doesn't mean that they don't go through training. It doesn't mean... The, the thing is, there's only a small amount of time that they're actually on the court and actually have to show up at 120% performance. And we forget sometimes that as business owners, as marketers, as freelancers, that we are not on the court all the time. The court is when the one is taking off. The court is when you're on a stage. The court is when you are connecting with a client and getting some fantastic results and it's amazing. But that is not all day and that is not every day, okay? So this is super important to keep in mind. Sometimes people will be like, why do you post so much content when you're like, well, they don't say it like this, but I'm going to say it nicely. Why do you, why are you posting so much content when nothing's taking off? And I'm like, bro, this is practice. This is shooting 100 free throws so that by the time the one comes where I'm standing there and there's three seconds left on the clock, I don't choke. I know exactly what to do because I am practiced at creating content. Now, there was another redefinition that was a game changer. And um, as I'm recording this, someone said on the TikTok Live, and I want to point this out, it can definitely be hard to go from that huge high to those lows. And I've been in the game long enough to see that it kind of goes like this over and over and over again. So I can feel amazing and everything's taking off and it feels like every piece of content I create is going viral. But can you imagine if that never slowed down? That would be a train I would want to get off, but it would be too fast to get off of the train. The truth is, Those seasons of downtime where you're still practicing are just as valuable as the seasons where everything's taking off and going viral. Uh, I like to think that those seasons keep me humble because usually when I'm on those peak moments where everything's going fantastic, I start to think, yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm good. I'm so good. And then usually anytime I start to think that, it's about within a week or two that everything starts to not perform. And it's like, oh, yeah, thank you so much to the algorithms for humbling me. And I really, really mean it that way. But 
the interesting thing is um, other people will sometimes villainize you for not being everything in every single season on every single platform in every single part of your business. Or they'll, they'll you know, almost comment. The, the, I know they do for me. They comment all the time and love to point it out. But the truth is, you guys, this is a marathon. Life is a marathon. Business is a marathon. It is the biggest, wildest, funnest, coolest thing that you get to do. And it's okay to have down seasons and off seasons and to reconfigure your why and see Check in with yourself. What do I love about the game? Where am I weak? Where am I strong? Where do I need to practice? Uh, I like to think about this real fast. So when you ask a doctor how long he's been working, you don't ask a doctor how long have you been a doctor. You say, how long have you been practicing? They literally call their uh, offices or what we would call offices, they call it a practice. And that's something that really sticks out to me. Practice. The idea of what if literally, I didn't take myself seriously. What if many of us didn't take ourselves seriously and we went into the mindset of, you know what? I'm just going to practice. I'm just going to practice recording a YouTube video every day. I'm just going to practice posting TikTok content every day. I'm just going to practice giving speeches because I am preparing for my moment. What a beautiful concept. I know this was a little ranty, but I'm really passionate about this. And I think sometimes we hit burnout because we either, our, our why has run out or because we have this belief that we always have to be on top of the world or for some reason we think it's all going to be highlights and goodness gracious, it never is. So I wanted to share this today because I know some of you listening may be feeling the same way or you've experienced this in the past and you've wondered why. So a great question to ask is when is it going to be enough? Now the answer to that question is going to be different for each and every one of us. But what I've found to be the case is simultaneously two answers to that question. One is, when is it going to be enough? I already am. And simultaneously, when is it going to be enough? Never. I love the game and I practice every day. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Social Media Secrets. By the way, if you want to learn more about content creation, I'm actually going to be practicing posting a lot more YouTube tutorials and trainings over the next couple of weeks, so you get ready. It's going to be super fun. Head on over to my YouTube channel. It is also linked on my podcast at rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast, and there you can find the show notes to this episode. I'll catch you later. Bye for now.